everyone. I'm Gabrielle Santiago, and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about the importance of not making fear a habit. Without us realizing, we can easily tolerate fear, right? Like fear can almost seem innocent. It can almost seem like it's a good thing to care about our future, to care about our needs. But we must understand that God reminds us constantly in scripture to not fear, right? He says, do not fear for I am with you. In Philippians 4, 6, God says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Right? And so scripture, God tells us to not fear, but fear is the one thing that the enemy wants us to tolerate. It can almost seem normal, you know, and if you're like me where you've tolerated fear for so long, it's so hard for you to even acknowledge when you are walking in fear until the Holy Spirit then convicts you, right? That's what happens with me because I have tolerated fear for so long. Um, I've shared with you guys in my past, my previous videos and podcasts about that journey. And I have to remind myself that fear is not okay, right? That's, that's the first step that we need to acknowledge is that when we are living in fear, we are not abiding in Jesus. First John three twenty four says, now he who keeps God's commandments abides in him. And so that's the key because many times we hear all the time abide in Jesus. John 15 talks about it too, that apart from him, unless we abide in him, apart from him, we can do nothing. Well, to abide in Jesus comes from us doing his commands and God commands us to not fear, right? So the enemy will try to keep us in fear because he knows that as long as we are tolerating fear, we're not abiding in Jesus, right? We're not going to be able to walk in his peace. We're not going to be able to carry his presence wherever we go. And so recently I've just been, again, you know, tormented with fear. I mean, praise God, we have a new place. You know, the Lord has provided a place for my husband and I to live in now. But what I failed to notice, I, I noticed it like two days later after we had moved in that I wasn't enjoying the place. I was constantly living in fear, like how are we going to pay our bills? Or like, um, you know, we need to make more so that we can also save. And the fear just started tormenting me. And I remember I was just in my prayer time with God and I was praying, God, I pray that your presence would fill this home. I pray that wherever we go, your presence would come and fill that place. But in that moment, the Holy Spirit spoke and reminded me, Gabby, before I can fill your home, before I can fill any place, I first need to be filled in your heart. And that really hit me. The moment the Holy Spirit said that, I acknowledged that God, I haven't been making my heart your home. I haven't been abiding in you. I haven't been allowing for your presence to just permeate in my heart. In John 14, 23, Jesus says, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. And so going back to what I was mentioning before, not living in fear is God's command, right? Because when we hear like doing God's commands, we think of other things like, you know, staying pure, not lying, not stealing. But we have to understand that like not living in fear is also a command from the Lord. And here in John 14, Jesus says, anyone who loves me and obeys my teaching, my father will love them and will make his home in us. And so when I read that, God was even reminding me 
that as long as I'm living in fear, I'm not making, I'm not inviting the Holy Spirit to live in me. I'm not inviting God to live and dwell in my heart. So guys, understand that, you know, I share this to encourage you all to not tolerate fear, whatever season you're in, because the enemy can give us so many reasons, right? Like fearing our future. What if we lose our job? What if we get sick? What if our loved ones sick or leave us? Like the list can go on and on, but God doesn't tell us to live in fear. In fact, he says, live by faith. And I wanted to share this verse, Ephesians 3.17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So we have to understand that it's only through faith that Jesus can dwell in us, not through fear, but through faith. I wanna share Proverbs 31 to you all. Um, this verse is just so good. And you know, as I was reading it, the Lord was really breaking it down for me. And it's a popular verse that many of you most likely have heard. But Proverbs 31, 25 says, she is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. When I read that verse, the Lord was highlighting the first part. She is clothed with strength and dignity. And then there's a semicolon that then says, and she laughs without fear of the future. So there's a connection between those statements, right? She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. So what it means is because this woman knows who she is, and for those who are listening who are men, this is still for you, but because this Proverbs 31 woman knew who she was, right? She was, she's clothed with strength and dignity. She is bold and she, she, is, she has dignity. She, she is dressed upon with honor. She knows who she is. She knows that she's a child of God. And because she is clothed with strength and dignity, she can then laugh it out for the future because she knows who she is. She knows her place in the heart of God, right? So when I was reading this verse, God was reminding me, Gabby, remember who you are. Remember that I am your God that because you live in me and you are my child, I will take care of you. Isaiah 41.10, the verse that I briefly mentioned earlier, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And I just love it because it says he is our God. Like we are his and he is ours. And when we remind ourselves of that, we don't have to live in fear. We don't have to be tormented with these many what ifs. You know, for the longest time, many of you guys know that I struggled in anxiety of just like losing my husband or my husband leaving me because I saw unfaithfulness in my um, in my parents growing up. And so I've always feared that. But even, you know, recently, you know, God is constantly reminding me that I don't have to live in that fear of like, what if that happens? Like, I have to understand who I am and I have to know that God is always with me no matter what I go through. Right, Psalm 23, even though I go through the walk through the darkest valley, for you are there, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So guys, let us find comfort in the fact that Jesus is with us. He promises to never leave us and to never forsake us. Even in the passage where the disciples were afraid because they were in a storm with Jesus and the winds were hating and shaking and they were freaking out. And Jesus says, why do you have little faith? He says that they have little faith because they forgot that he's there with them. Don't you know that God is sovereign enough in your circumstances to take action when there needs to be taking action? And even if you're going through something hard, he will be there with you. Even when you die, God says that he's going to be with you. You are going to be with him in eternity. There should be nothing that we are afraid of, even sickness, death, whatever it is. We really have to just come into a place of acknowledging that we are his and that he cares about us. And that's it. And you know, I'm learning this too, guys. Like this is something that I'm walking in and renewing my mind constantly. It's something that has been a weakness of mine, just fear. But you know, God is really reminding me that's not your portion. 
And for those of you who are listening and have been tolerating fear, remember that's not your portion. And pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you to be more sensitive, to be able to know the moments when you are giving into fear. Right? Like, Holy Spirit, I pray, God, that you would show me when I am thinking and walking in fear so that I may walk in faith. God, I cut any bondages of fear in my life in the name of Jesus. Proclaim that over yourself. And I think the number one fear that many people struggle with is finances, right? Because we see money as a means of getting where we need to go, right? Because everything we need, you gotta pay. You, you know, you need milk, you need eggs, you gotta pay for that. You want a place to live, you gotta pay for that. So finances is definitely one of those areas where we can easily just be like, God, I don't know, I'm afraid. We have to understand that we serve God and not money. And so I wanna read in Matthew 6 here. Um, Matthew 6, 24 to 25, it says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? And I want to read on a little bit further, um, verses 32 to 33. It says, for the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Guys, like God has been parking me in Matthew 6. It's been like the verse that I've been reading now, like almost every day. And I realized that I need it. You know, I was listening to Joyce Myers recently. She was saying many times we try to move on. Like, oh, this verse is great. And we move on. But sometimes we need to let a verse penetrate in us for a season. Like we need to learn how to live out a verse, right? Like have it actually become revelation when it's lived out. And so Matthew 6, just every time I read it, God reminds me, the people of this world, they run after needs. I need food. I need money. I need, you know, a place to stay. You know, they're, they're seeking after provision. But as children of God, this is what God says. He doesn't say to run after those things. He says, your father in heaven knows what you need. Instead, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness and everything else will be given to you. You know, and this was about a month ago. God was reminding me, Gabby, just learn to receive because I realized that I have a hard time just receiving from God because I feel like I have to earn everything. And of course we have to work. You know, Proverbs talks about not being lazy, but there's a way to do it where we're not striving, where we're not being stressed, where we're not doing more than what God wants us to do. And so God makes it so clear that as his children, we're not seeking after money. We're not serving money because the problem is when we're serving money, automatically you're gonna be worried because you're like, anything could happen. But we have to remember that we serve God. Right? And because we serve God, we can trust that as we walk faithfully with him, as we seek his righteousness, seek his kingdom, figure out how can I serve his people? How can I serve my community? The money will flow and God will give you the wisdom to how to, you know, package your offers. Many of you guys know that Michael and I also do business as well. And God has given us the wisdom to also charge for what we serve. But God is reminding me to not see my clients as, oh, this is me seeking after money. This is me seeking after God's kingdom. How can I make kingdom impact, right? And trust that God will bring the finances. And so I love it because going back to verse 24, 25, where God says you can't serve two masters, you can't serve money and God. He then says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. So this shows us that if we are worrying about our life, then that means we're serving money, right? That's the easiest way to know if you're serving money or God. Because we can easily say, I'm serving God, I'm seeking God. But if you're living life worrying, then that means you're serving money, right? You're not serving God. God says we can't serve both. So do not worry because when we're serving God, we know that God's a good God. It's like, imagine, you know, a king, you know, those days when they had kings 
And when you serve the king, you know the king's going to take care of you. He's going to provide you a home. He's going to provide you food. So the same thing with God. Like he's our father, in fact, not just king, but our father. And like a good father, they provide for their children. You don't have to worry. Like growing up, I was very blessed. I didn't have to worry about when, where money was going to come. Right? My dad never wanted us to worry. He would always provide, even when he had to struggle. And so understand that God owns everything in this world, guys. Remember, he is the maker of heavens and the earth. He owns everything. And so we have to remember that God has access to anything and he will provide for us. Now, there may be times where we don't have abundance because he knows we're not ready for it. He knows it's going to pull us away from him. He knows it may lead us to pride. It may lead us to the world. And so if you're not living in that abundance that you feel like you want to be, understand that God is also a good father and he knows what you can handle, right? He knows what you need, but always know that he will always provide your needs. Like that's the one thing you don't have to worry. And yet the enemy, right, will try to put in our minds, worry, 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 fear. But he just wants us to step away and forget who we are in Christ. But remember that you're his children. And God was reminding me recently, like, Gabby, I care about you. And he was showing me that the cure to fear is so simple, guys. It's one thing. It's knowing that God cares about you. Because we know that God is sovereign. We know that he's powerful. But many times we doubt his love for us. We doubt if he will care for us. But literally, if we just know this one fact that God cares about us, then there should be no reason in our lives to fear. Whether it's marriage related, our kids related, our lives, our health, like we just know that God cares about us. We're going to be in good hands now and forever. And I love this verse. A friend actually recently sent me this verse and it was so timely because it was the same day that God was reminding me that he cares for me. But it's in Isaiah 46 verses 3 to 4. And it says, listen to me, descendants of Jacob. All you who remain in Israel, I have cared for you since you were born. Yes, I carried you before you were born. I will be your God throughout your lifetime. I love that. Until your hair is white with age, I made you and I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. Man, this verse is so beautiful. Like God is reminding us, first of all, I care for you since you were born. He made us. In fact, we read in scripture that before we were even born, God already planned to send Jesus to save us. That shows us how much he loves us, right? Like we already know that God sent Jesus for us. Jesus died because he knew that man would sin and that they would need a savior. And that could only be Jesus because he is perfect. He is God himself. And even that fact, we can see that God cares about us, that he wants to be with us, that he wants fellowship with us. And here, I will be your God throughout your lifetime. Like I love that. Just like that, the other Isaiah verse I had read before, God is constantly reminding Israel right? That they are his God, like they are his people and he is their God. And now us through Christ, we are also now descendants of Jacob, descendants of Abraham. We actually inherit the promises that come in Christ Jesus. And so I pray that you would be encouraged with this message to not let fear be a habit. Let faith be your habit. Continue to, whenever fear comes in, just remind yourself of God's truth. Don't give in to fear. Trust God. And like, I have to be so intentional nowadays because I can just easily be in fear, but I'm like, there's no point of fearing tomorrow. There's no point about fearing, what if I can't pay the bills or what if this happens? Of course, we need to plan and have wisdom, right? And strategize and budget. But then we want to make sure too that we're not walking in fear, you know, every day, but we're trusting God ultimately because sometimes God also works in miraculous ways. You know, sometimes things don't always look the convenient way, but he just shows up like last minute. But whatever, wherever life takes you, just know that God is with you. He cares for you. And the one thing that you need to focus on is loving Jesus rightly. 
right? Because his promises have conditions. He is faithful to those who are faithful. And so as long as we are being faithful to God, we don't have to worry about our lives, guys. And that's where I'm really at. You know, I'm like, I always pray, God, help Michael and I to walk faithfully with you. Help us to love you, God. Help us to not tolerate sin. Like, guys, if temptation comes, you have the choice to not walk in it. I've been tempted before. But literally, God is reminding me, just obey my commands. And flee from temptation. Like, it's, it becomes so simple. But remember that your, your faithfulness to God ties to your relationship with God as well. And so I love to pray for you all. God, I pray, Lord, for those who are listening, God. I pray right now, Lord, that you would give them a revelation of who you are, that you would remind them, God, that you are sovereign and that you are for them. Lord, I feel like there are some who are listening who are just worried about their loved ones right now. There have been loved ones that have strayed away from you, that have fallen away. God, I pray that they wouldn't give up praying to you, Lord, because you say that you hear our cries, God, and that you are faithful to move and you are a just God. So I pray for strength, God, for those who are in a hard situation and they've been praying and praying and maybe they're not seeing anything happen. I pray that they wouldn't stop, God, but that they would continue to persevere for you. Say, God, that to not throw away our confidence for we will be rewarded, to not grow weary in doing good, but persevering because in the proper time, we will reap that harvest, God. So I pray for strength for those who are listening. God, I pray, Lord, for those who are tormented with fear, God, related to finances, that they would remind themselves, God, that you are the provider. You are our provision, God. We don't serve money, but we serve you. And you are faithful to those who are faithful to you. That we don't have to question that you know our needs before we even pray. So I pray for faith to arise in those who listen right now, God. Like a supernatural faith, God. And that from this day forward, Lord, that Holy Spirit, you would be so quick to convict them, God, when they walk in fear. So that they may walk in faith and steward your presence in their hearts. So I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this. Guys, don't forget to also, if you're listening um, on the podcast, to write a review. This helps us to get our podcast reaching more people. And if you've been blessed by this podcast, I would also ask that you consider giving as well. Um, I love, you know, doing these podcasts. God is doing amazing things in Living Revelations. And we need your help to sustain what we're doing, to grow, to expand, um, to create more content, to provide more resources for people. And I am here available to dedicate my time. And so um, please consider praying and partnering with our ministry. You can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So I pray that you've been blessed by this message and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.